0: Legacy. Hello, 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 and welcome to the night of your radio. I have my phenomenal guest, Mellis, in the building. How are you, King?
1: I am amazing. How are you doing this morning?
0: <laughs> I am phenomenal.
1: Yes, I was watching your Instagram, yes.
0: and you were definitely doing your thing, for sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you, thank you.
0: So I met. So that. I met you. Uh, absolutely. So I met you in Malik Ussas um, Bad Kids Camp, which is an amazing songwriting camp that bridges the gap between independent and mainstream artists. So yes. how did you find out about Bad Kids Camp?
1: Um, so I was following Malik for a while, and I seen his uh, post. And I was like, wow. <laughs> like, I love making music. Yeah. I write. I sing. I needed the opportunity to be able to, like, figure it out. And if I could write with him, I didn't understand what it entailed. I didn't know I would meet so many incredible people. Um, So I hit him up, and I was like, I want to become part of this, but I'm so broke in life <laughs> that I just can't do anything right now. Like, you know? Um... And he hit me, and he was like, bro, just do this, and allowed me the opportunity to just be great. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's how I got introduced.
0: That's what's up. Oh, my goodness. So how did you come up with the stage name Lumel? Or Lomel, sorry.
1: So Lomel, um, I did a – let me quickly give you a brief synopsis of my life so you can understand. Um. My name is Jeff. I go by Lomel. It used to stand for uh, love of music and life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But then I had to change it all around. So I grew up in 36 foster homes, 56 programs, bouncing around the country, uh, raped, molested, abused. Um, I was angry, mad at life, mad at the world, mad at myself, didn't really like myself much, uh, went to prison for a long time, and did two and a half years in solitary confinement, a place called DDU, Disciplinary Detention Unit, in Walpole, Massachusetts. Um, so altogether, I've sung every single day and rapped every day for 16 years. So in 2014, I came home, I met a woman, um, said she didn't want to be with a street nigga, so I changed my life. Like, Well, I didn't really change it yet, but I gave up the streets and got with her, we got married. Um, for the next six years, I was a horrible husband, but I figured out music and she told me to dive into it. So I did, um, 2019, January 1st, I left her, went celibate for 14 months. I wanted to figure out myself, started meditating, started figuring out energy, learning that I could manifest things, learning that I could speak things into existence. Um, really learning to love myself and forgiving a lot of people and that I held grudges against and just forgiving myself and realizing that everything that I went through was for a purpose to become this instrument to show the world and show people that have been through darkness or are in darkness still that anything is possible. So in the last about year and a half, I changed uh, Lamao into laws of metaphysical energy languages, laws of metaphysical energy languages. Um, because I believe we wow. I come from one energy, I believe we can all manifest and we can all bring things to fruition through simply being receptive and open to the universe and being loving and being light and really just giving. Um, I don't have much. I live on a couch Um, and I work living, singing in the street, but I'm happy. Um, I know better days are coming. I know that, my purpose is being fulfilled daily while I speak to people in the street while I'm singing. I had a hom- homeless man who was distraught crying in front of me the other day on Hollywood Boulevard. I sing in Hollywood Highland out here in California. And I sing about self-love and self-belief. And this man was just sitting on the floor crying and I'm just pouring into him. Now, that might sound a little crazy, <laughs> but be love, so love is more than just my motto. It's my way of life, you know? Mm-hmm. Sorry, that was a lot. I just went on like a tirade. I thought <laughs> No, you were good. Love my, guess, love
0: music, and Love is my guest. Love Music is my guest here tonight as your radio. So how did you get into music originally? Like, what age did you really
1: start? <sighs> so... And the projects as a teenager, so while I was bouncing around in all these places as a kid growing up, I'd always run away and go back to the projects to where my grandmother was. And there was this group of kids um, that would just freestyle and rap. And I would rap. And I would freestyle and just have fun, you know. Um, I tried to sing, but I was horrible at it. I remember Jagged Edge meeting me at the altar. Uh, Let's get married, right? I'd walk around singing that but I I was horrible at it. (laughs) Um, But people would ask me to sing it, so I would. Uh, But through all the tragic and crazy, like all the moving around, I was someone new every, like, three to six months. So I didn't really have time to put roots into music. I didn't really care about it that much, you know? But I would sing here and there and rap here and there. Um, Really, I want to say... Let me think about this. 2007, 2008, where I started just rapping and singing every day. Um, I don't know why, honestly. Well, I know why. My purpose, right? <laughs> but
0: mm-hmm.
1: I can't, I can't target a specific uh, moment or thought in my head that was like just do it every day. I just started doing it, listening to the uh, stuff. Might be in and out of jail. I'm listening to stuff, going, singing, rapping. Um but the last year and a half I've rapped and sang almost all day. Like it's just what I do. I love it. Uh two thousand sixteen no two thousand damn, two thousand fifteen. I came home twenty fourteen. Two thousand fifteen maybe fourteen, I went and auditioned for the voice. Um I wasn't really good yet, but I was trying and I believed in myself. You know. Mm-hmm. That's what matters. Um I had a lot of downfalls. I got scammed out of some money, went on this fake tour in Philly, ended up stranded in North Philly for uh, two days outside. Dude invited us down there, we gave him money. We were in the back of a haul truck. There was a few of us from different parts of it. It was just crazy. But there's trials and learning curves and there's music. Um, then I moved to LA, homeless, January 10th, 2020. The plan was to be homeless. Um, then moved with my friend Lauren. And I took her to this meditation circle where I met this dude, Ian and Moses. Um, Ian's now my business partner and producer. And man, I've just been working hard through music. My life is music, lifting people up and inspiring through music. So your question was, when did I start? I'd say 11 or 12, but not really till 2014, like 15. Yep. Nice.
0: Hey. So... You are going for an opportunity to be in the Guinness Book of World Records. How did oh, that yeah. come about?
1: So, um I wanna say September, November of two thousand uh nineteen, I was on a podcast. Uh and they were like, yo, no, yeah. They were like, uh, how long can you freestyle for? Because I perform and I'm known for freestyling. You give me topics and words, I can turn them in a song on stage, rap, and the singing. And people always think it's written. So, like, how long can you freestyle? I'm like, well, shit, As long as you give me beats? I could probably go, right? Just, you know, talking a little shit, being a little cocky.
0: Yeah.
1: And they were like, well, let's look up the record. And I was like, well, shit, sure, okay. It was 33 and a half hours. So I was like, oh, damn. That shit crazy. <laughs> So I watched, I told them, I was like, yeah, I could beat that. Did I really think I could beat that? No, not at all. (laughs) But will I talk shit? Yes, I will. Will I try to back it up? Yes, I will. Um, So they were like, well, let's do it. And I was like, fuck it, let's do it. Let's set it up, right? So I was looking for studios, trying to figure it out. Now, remember I said I manifest things. So I visualize, I speak about it. I write it down, and I work towards it, right? And then right. it always meets me halfway, like, in traffic, which is pretty awesome. Um, so I get a call, literally the week of, I get a call uh, from Ian, my business partner, and he's like, listen, I got a studio out here in L.A., and this is in Massachusetts. I'm from Springfield, Massachusetts, so this is back in Springfield. I get a call from Ian. He's now here in Los Angeles. He's like, there's a studio out here that's willing to let you do the whole thing Uh, You don't got to pay no money to do it for free just for the look. Come out here and do it. So I was like, what? All right, let me try to figure out this plain money. Like, let me scrape something together. I was working at a window factory, right? So (laughs) (laughs) we got the money together from a bunch of friends. I flew out here. Um, I didn't really have a plan. My plan was put all these beats on that we got from all these producers and just rap and sing and do what I do and get topics from people and just go, Right. Uh, I was going to go for 35 hours. So I went for 34 hours. I did it. I made over 600 songs off the top of my head. Um, Wow. After after five hours on my break, I wanted to quit. I did. I wanted to quit. My throat was swollen. Every muscle in my face was just buff like it was working out. My Mm. brain was just like, did you really just rap for five hours? Insane. But then... Mm -hmm. I had everybody outside the studio talking to me like, "Yo, you can't quit. What are you thinking? Like, you got this. Like, and you know, pushing me, building me, right?" And I'm telling myself, "Always forward" is my motto. Um, you don't use the past as a crutch, but as strength to reach and inspire. So I'm telling myself, like, how can you lead people and tell people "always forward" if you give up right now? Push them out. So I went back out there. I did it. I got the hour 17, and the, I was like, "Oh, this shit easy. I got this." I just went in. Um, I got disqualified after the fact because of the first break. I took a break from 7. I went from 7 to uh, 8 and took a break from 8 to 8.05, but then took another 5-minute break at 9, but that wasn't an hour. It would have had to go from 9 to 5, from 8.05 to 9.05 would have been an hour. So I got disqualified. So the day I got disqualified, I remember it distinctly. Um, I was like, damn, because in our heads, we were like, yo, we just did it. We're about to be in the Guinness Book of Records. We can leverage this, and mm. maybe life can change a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I, I just went hiking on this place called Runyon Canyon. I was going every day because uh, when I did it, my business partner was like, yo, move out here. I was like, I got no money, no place to stay. He was like, just stay on the couch. And I was like, all right, let's do it. And I could just work hard, and we could figure it out, Right. So right. I moved out here. So I was going hiking every day, just blessed to be out here. I'm in LA. Why? Why are you in LA, bro? You here? Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hiking every day. So I get off the mountain, and I open my email, and Guinness is like, "We're sorry to inform you, we have to disqualify you because of this, 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 and this." And my whole like heart sunk. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. I get emotional thinking about it. Like I, I just started tearing up. And I deal with some, like, I got depression, you know, a couple of mental issues, and I just felt like I was so happy I was off the mountain, because if I was up there, I probably would have jumped off of it. Like, it just, it broke me. It broke my heart. Like, I just put so much of myself out. You know what I mean? It took a lot to do that. Um. So then I go to the studio, and everybody's talking to me, and, like, Lamont, we get it. We get it. Because I wear my emotions on my sleeve. Like, I feel like it makes you a stronger man when you can cry. You know what I mean? Um, Right. When you're in touch with yourself, you truly know yourself. So they're telling me, like, you're really going to, like, just give up? I'm like, what you mean? They're like, just do it again. I was like, what? They're like, just do it again. And I was like, oh. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, wait. Remember who the fuck you are, (laughs) Lamal? Like, you know what I mean? Because sometimes we forget our purpose and we forget what we what we can do and what we're meant to do, you know? Right. So Definitely, definitely.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I said, fuck it, we're going to do 48 hours. Um, so now the plan is to do 48 hours this fall. We're setting it up um, in a bigger fashion. I'm aiming to bring it to verses. If that don't work, we'll do it ourselves, but I think it's going to be an amazing thing i uh, plan planning. Uh, we're contacting some people. I can't say no names yet, but some some bigger uh, DJs and producers that I want to get behind it. That will spin and um, produce for me. Like put the tracks together while I'm going, or spin the records while I'm, yeah. while I'm rapping. You know what I mean? Turn it into an event because mm-hmm. every single time I rap and freestyle for somebody in person, and they can give me topics, um, and they can witness it, they're always left in awe because it's it's an amazing thing to watch. You know. Um, and I've been blessed with the gift to give it, so I'm excited for that. That's going to be this fall.
0: Yes. That's awesome. You know, I didn't think the. So. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you recently released an amazing song with Method Man. How in the world did that collaboration come on?
1: <laughs> okay, so um, it's not even my song. I didn't even release it. Uh, Intel. Um, I'm I'm appreciative and blessed for everything in my life, right? So, you know, remember when I said be love, show love, that's the motto of life. So we give to get and vice versa. Um Intel, who is you godson from Wu Tang, an amazing artist. D L P uh, he's the producer and he produced the whole album. He's like a my brother, really, really good friend of mine. Um, believes in me, I believe in him. So if anybody ever needs soul or R&B, he's coming to me. You know what I mean? And I do something called a glaze, which will do an intro and outro, and I'll sing behind the rappers in the hook. I'll just add different dynamics to the song to bring it to life more. So when he hit me and told me he was doing an album, and he was like, I got these tracks and these tracks, and method, uh, Intel said he wants soul. I thought of you. I said, yo, what?" Are you serious? No, you're not. Don't play games with me, bro. And he was like, no. I was like, please put me on this track. Yes, I got you. So they sent tracks. I did my thing. And Intel loved it. So they used it. Um, for me, it's a blessing because so many more people are hearing my voice. And hopefully right, right more, more people are coming to hear my message and my journey. And I can inspire more people. Cause that's the goal. Um, so it's a blessing. It's a blessing. I got some more music coming out with a lot of more features. Um, I'm about to send a collab to Mike Angel, who wrote a lot of stuff for Trey songs, um, and, mm-hmm. and an amazing artist in his own right. But we already have one track, but we're about to do another one. Um, I'm collabing with Maspac Miles, who is like one of my favorite artists. So it's like incredible to me that we're <laughs> working. And what's awesome is he loves my rapping, so he's going to be singing on the track, and I'm going to be rapping on the track, which is crazy oh, dope. dope. Yeah, it's awesome to be respected as a singer and a rapper. You know what I mean? Um, in their yeah. own rights. So I'm, I'm really proud of that fact. So, yes, you can look oh. that up. Uh, the whole album is awesome. It's Intel, I-N-T-E-L-L, uh, Computers for the Hood. Entirely produced by DLP. I am on track four now I know, with Method Man and Intel. Uh, yes, it's incredible. <laughs> beautiful,
0: beautiful. So what are some of your dream collaborations?
1: Oh, my goodness. Um, okay, this might sound crazy. I love country, my favorite genre. Uh, so I would love to do a song with Dustin Lynch. I would love to do a song with Chris Brown, Eric Bellinger, um, Eminem, that's like retarded. Joe Button, he's in my top five. He's one of my favorite rappers, Um, storytellers. I'd love to do a track with him. Um, Actually get on a track with Malik would be pretty awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. I was imagining that last night, him and Vic, that would be pretty stupid.
0: Oh, Oh, man, I just want to sing.
1: I just want to sing on a lot of people's, thank you. I just want to sing on a lot of people's tracks. Like, even just the glaze like I did on the method track. Listen, if I could get behind a J. Cole or a Drake, actually, right now, a Drake would be the dream collab. That would be fucking stupid. (laughs) Oh, my God. Bro. Uh, Queen, listen. (sighs) That'd be stupid. Drake, me, Mm -hmm. Eminem. Sweet.
0: So. What do
1: you want your legacy to be? Oh, my legacy. I want my legacy... I have five children. Um, My 15-year-old is just starting to, like, really get into my music and listen, which is amazing, my son,
0: because
1: mm-hmm. uh, he listens to completely opposite stuff. Um, I want my legacy... Like, when people think of me... I want to be known as the guy that went through hell but fought his way back and helped millions and billions of people. I mm-hmm. want to just inspire lives. So I want to be the guy that has all these businesses I build up. Um, I plan on giving back to so many communities, like my my city of Springfield, Massachusetts. I want to go back and buy neighborhoods and just build up our communities. Um, just I want more people to love each other so I want people to look back and know that and see that I live my life. I live a life of servitude. Like, <laughs> I don't All the money I get goes directly to living and anything extra I give out, like I help, you know what I mean? So it, when I get mm-hmm. bigger, when it comes, it's only going to be able to magnify the life that I live, you know? Um. So the legacy would just be that I was a kind hearted, person. I love people and even though I've been through a lot of pain and hurt, I still manage to find love of self. So you know, be love, show love. Absolutely.
0: And tell everybody what you told me before we got on air, I, I swear it made me cry off.
1: <laughs> oh, oh my God. So it's amazing because okay, so like I'm broke, I'm transparent, I don't care, I don't front. this is my life. Um so I was I woke up yesterday morning and I was so hungry, and like I have some things here, but I eat bricks, um things I ate in prison out here every day. It's cheap you can buy ramen for freaking couple of dollars, and you buy chips for a couple of dollars and you got meals for the week right um I broke mm-hmm. up, woke up yesterday hungry, and I wanted to eat, and I had no money. I look at my email and i I'm in California we get CalFresh, which is e b t if you sign up for it, but I don't remember signing up for it. So I get this email, and it's like, uh, don't let your CalFresh benefits expire or something, blah, blah, blah. If you need them, call this number. I'm <laughs> like, wait, what? I don't got CalFresh. So I call the number, and the woman's like, can you come into the office today at 2.30? Bring an ID. And I'm like, okay, that. Um, so I go in. It takes an hour, uh, hour and a half in a bus there. So I get there. I'm happy. I'm excited. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm about to get what? I don't know what it is I'm getting, but I'm getting something for some food. I'm excited right? Uh, and I'm learning to really be receptive of blessings. Don't ask in detail. Just put it out there in the world and be acceptive of what comes. So I go in. Uh, you can't even go into the offices. The doors are closed. You just give them your name. They give you your card. So I give them my name, my information. They gave me my card. Um, I log on to the thing. I get the app on my phone. I log on with the card and the information they gave me. There's $1,500 in there. And I'm like, <laughs> what? What? Fifteen hundred in food stamps, and I'm like, this is such a blessing. Like, so I'm supposed to go visit my kids in Florida in a couple of weeks. I don't have the money for that yet. Um, but I work every day in the street, and I make about uh, eighty to a hundred bucks a day. So I'm stashing all that away. I can't really spend it on food. So I have money for food, for the hair, and for the trip. So I'm like, but I have enough. Where I want to give back some, right? You get to give, be love, show love. So I'm taking three hundred today. And I met this dude, okay, wait, I met this guy when I was singing on the street. He drove by, he gave me a couple dollars, followed me on Instagram. Everybody that follows me when I'm out on the street singing, I follow back. I look at their profiles. Um, This dude does that. He gives away stuff. He goes out and he helps people. So I'm like, oh, my goodness, contacted him. I was like, I know we never talked since that day. Thank you very much for being who you are. But I have extra money. I want to go give three hundred to homeless and less fortunate, but I don't know how to do it because I've never done it. Can you help me? And he's like, Yes, I can. I said, Can we do it today? He said, Yes, we can. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna to go to Burger King because out here they take food stamps. So we're gonna to go to Burger King. We're gonna get a bunch of cheeseburgers, um, probably like two hundred dollars worth of cheeseburgers, and then we're gonna to go to the ninety nine cent store and we're gonna get a hundred dollars in sodas, and which uh, is not sodas but juices and drinks, and then. Mm-hmm. We're going to go and get them out down in Skid Row, um, which I don't know if you know about Skid Row, but it's one of the biggest homeless populations.
0: I've heard um, about it.
1: And it's it's a really – people are scared to go down there. It's a really dangerous place. Uh, but not for me. Like, dude, was like, you okay going – I'm okay going everywhere. Like <laughs> – this sounds fictitious to some people, but when you shine with the love I shine with and the purpose I shine with and you understand and you're living and you're aligned and you understand that you're not worried about anything or going anywhere, um, these are my people. You know what I mean? So I'm excited and I'm, I'm fortunate enough and blessed enough to be able to do this. Yes.
0: You know? Yes, Lomel is my guest on the Niazha radio so I didn't even tell yeah, him thank you that. Thank for having me. But, but, oh, absolutely. But since, you know, you like to do freestyles and things, I want you to do yeah. one freestyle rapping and one freestyle singing. Oh, yeah, I'm going to um, do it right see. now. I,
1: All I right. Got, I got beats. Hold on one second. What? Yes, we will. Um, How about you give me topics, too? I'm pulling up a beat right now. For sure. Would you like to? The first one.
0: First one's going to be overcoming.
1: Overcoming?
0: Alright. Can you hear that? I can. Alright. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm overcoming. Oh. The answer of adversity all around me. Mm. <laughs> Said I was born at the black come
1: but I worked my way up with self-believing self-love. I couldn't say that I'm regardless. And I was cold, I was heartless. But I understood I had to finish. what I was starting that there's a higher energy. My legacy, how you remember me is love, life, uh all positivity. I'm doing what I can, my best. And it's love of self that I suggest. Cause when you shine with that light, then you can shine on everyone around you. With little as your light, you can let that light ground you. Yeah helps you
0: overcome any adversity
1: I'm not saying it's gonna be easy you're gonna fall believe me but it's all lessons and learning from every mistake getting up finding strength and not letting you break <laughs> and when you do just fix it with self-love self affirmations just tell yourself it's great and good enough I understand that life is tough, we all have stresses, I understand it, I get up, I always count in my blessings, I'm taking the breath, inhaling, exhaling, I understand that there's no limit, there's no scaling. When you try, you might fail, but please, keep pushing on. Give me another topic. Ooh.
0: Believe in yourself.
1: Okay, okay. Believe in yourself. That's how I feel. Like I said, you can try, and many times you can fail. But get back up and let nobody tell you different. I mean that you're the greatest. You made it here. The mission is to keep on going. Fix your transmission. You got a story and a purpose. If you talk, they will listen. Uh-huh. Don't stop. Keep on working. Understand it takes lessons. Got a break to learn them. Ha. We get down on ourselves. You got to lift up. Keep on going. No, we forward? I mean, don't give up. Self-confidence is the key. Ha. Self-love every day and self-delete i speak to anybody within their reach. I hope they get it. I just want to lead to inspire. Try not to teach. I show them through my purpose, my actions, that it could happen. I mean, this positivity in every transaction. Put me on the screen in Zoom or in light. I'm trying to sing about it all. You see it all through my place. I'm catching plates now. Saving up every last cent. Uh, I'm trying to be the proper one to represent. Hella sent. Knowing that you haven't sent. It's a uh, king and queen, girl. That's what we represent. Oh man, it's so fun. I, I, I.
0: I love it. See, this is Lomel. Make sure y'all follow yeah. him because he is doing the daggone thing. Where can they find you Why can where can they find you on social media?
1: Um, you can find me everywhere at Lomel's World. That's L O M E L S World W O R L D. Also. That's all everywhere. Um, On Facebook, follow Lamelles World. Also, Instagram, Lamelles World. I have a website, Always Forward Royalty. Um, So you can go there, become a member. I'm doing it myself, so I'm slowly updating it. But you can become a member. Uh, There's groups on there. You can talk to each other. All that good stuff. Um, I appreciate you having me out here talking to me. Next Legacy.